lighting nerds and friends to another episode of The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast, powered by the Lighting Showroom Association and hosted by me, Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for tuning in yet again. Thank you for having me subscribe to in your favorite podcast apps. Thank you for taking 20 minutes out of your week to listen to me and to think about what is going on in our industry and try to just engage with the content I'm putting out there and however it makes sense for you. Um, I just want to give us all food for thought and um, consider a lot about our businesses and how we run them. It can be so easy to get caught up in your day-to-day to-do list. And if there's anything that I feel very, very strongly about, it's that day-to-day to-do lists are very important and we all need to make sure we do them, but we also need to take time to reflect on our bigger picture and where we're going and how we got here and what we envision for the future. And it might come as no surprise that that's what this episode is about. I wanted to just spend some time talking through the future of the lighting industry as I see it. Um, right or wrong. This is just my opinion. Um, as all of these episodes are sometimes very nicely informed and rounded out by by my lighting showroom association, uh, colleagues, my co-board members and the members of the LSA. Um, I speak a lot, uh, to them and get a lot of my ideas for the podcast based on conversations that we've had or roundtable discussions we've hosted, um, just your, it's amazing the things that come up just in casual conversation with somebody else that's essentially running the same business that you are just in a different part of the world with maybe a little bit different customer base. And I think it's so easy and just honestly amazing to learn all that you can from other showrooms and hear what works for them, what strategies they employ, and to kind of take that information and think about, is that something that would work for me? Would that mingle, would that mesh with my current business model, with my current clientele? Is that something I should even be spending time on? Or is that just, you know, something to note for the future? I've said before, I'll say it again, you don't have to have all the good ideas. You just have to be able to identify them when they show up for you. And I believe that is a key part of being a leader, having that presence of mind in all times and places to be thinking about the big picture of your business and where do you go from here? Uh, Random sidebar, my um, my stepson, uh, was working, had, you know, has a job and all those things, but he, um, was able to leave work early on a Friday, uh, one day recently, because as he said, uh, quote, all of my work was done. And I loved that so much, uh, for him. <laughs> I also, uh, identified that in my job, in my jobs, Uh, My work is never done. (laughs) And I know many of you listening to this feel the same way. There is no end point of my job. There is no point at which I can just put a period at the end of the sentence, pack up my stuff, go home, and I don't have anything else to think about. 
that's not the world that I live in. That's not the kind of business I own. And as an entrepreneur, it never goes away. You're always thinking about your business in some way, shape, or fashion. Even if you're on a fabulous vacation, you're still either A, noticing the light fixtures and fans around you, uh, B, noticing the color temperature of light bulbs that are used and whether they look good or not, um, C, judging uh, design tastes <laughs> and trends and wondering why do we think one bulb should illuminate this whole space? This is really poor lighting design and on to things like wow, this customer experience I'm having in this other retail shop, not like my own, a complete other retail business is so is so amazing. And this is the kind of experience I want to find a way to translate to my own business and my customers and give them this warm and fuzzy feeling that I felt when I was inside this store. Um, because we know, I think we all know as consumers ourselves, that kind of connection really builds loyalty, really builds a sense of like brand identity. And I think that's really important that we spend a lot of time on as businesses and in our whole journey as business owners and in industry. I think things like this are just all very important to think about. Um, well, anytime, as I said, but even especially as we come to close out another year and what has been one of the strongest years in the lighting industry so far. Um, it's been amazing. I'm happy to have been a part of it. I was a part of the industry in 2008. That was not so amazing, <laughs> um, but it is truly amazing to have been able to be a part of this and live through this time and to kind of have both ends of the spectrum, the feast and the famine, and to think about where do we go now? Um, and that is, you can think about that in a personal sense in terms of your own like personal professional career and life. And where do we go now in terms of a whole industry at large? We have so much going for us as an industry. Um, I love each and every person in this industry. I think we all feel very much like that. So we just have this great core base of people. Uh, I'm sure it will be ever expanding, but you know, as we all know, once you get into the lighting industry, it's real hard to get out <laughs> once you get up to a certain level of involvement and participation. And I think that's great. It can also have a downside sometimes of not injecting enough fresh ideas and fresh blood as it were into the system. And I do think that is important. I think it is absolutely critical to listen to your newest hires, to listen to the people that are brand new to the industry in your store, in your, if you're a manufacturer, if you're a sales agent, listen to your new hires and really kind of key in on the things that they found to be difficult uh, when they first started, the things they have questions about. Um, and you might just find from the mouth of babes comes wisdom uh, in my own business, I feel that I had one of those moments <laughs> when I started out, when I asked, um, why do we have so many product lines on display in this lovely showroom? What is the point of displaying light fixtures from 50 different manufacturers, some of whom we barely buy from? What, what, what is the point? And I was told that that's just how it is in classic, um, 
Mm, uh, we've done it and we're going to justify it (laughs) mentality. And that's fine. I totally get where it was coming from. And it wasn't wildly wrong at the time. That sort of was the trend in lighting showrooms that you displayed as much as you possibly could from all manner of manufacturers. But it has become clear to many of us over the past few years, especially that there is a lot of benefit to really narrowing down your display to your top 25, to your top 20 manufacturer partners, and to go deep into that product and to really invest in those displays and that partnership because there's payoff all around, right? You pay, It gives you more purchasing power at the manufacturer, gives you a bigger seat at the proverbial table with them. And it also helps um, in that like, overwhelming choice that customers have when they come in and they see so many different things from so many different places and they just get just like wildly overwhelmed of, I don't know what to choose or what to do here. So I do think there is real wisdom in really narrowing down the brands that you're going to have on display and maybe throwing in a few key pieces here and there of other product lines, but keeping your core, your core and really cultivating those businesses and those partnerships. I have found where my business is most successful is with the brands that we have true partnerships with. Um, and that's not all of them. Some of them are just one off. I need to have access to this and it is what it is. But the ones that we have real back and forth, mutually beneficial partnerships are the brands that I really want to push. They encourage my sales team to promote and it works so well for all of us. So in our industry, in our mutual shared journey as the lighting and fan industry, where are we going from here? At the end of 2022, at the end of a great year, where are we going collectively in 2023? What do we see as the future for all of us? Um, I see a future in the short term that is maybe not quite as brilliant as it's been in terms of sales for the past year or two, but not diminished much at all. So if we're an incandescent bulb and we're on a dimmer, 2022, we were cranked up 100%, maybe 2023, it dials back down to 80, 85%. Not bad, not bad at all. Still to the naked eye, that amount of dimming, not visible at all, and you save. No, <laughs> we're not talking about dimming. But uh, there's still, it's a, a, it's a shift. It's not a great one, but it's almost imperceptible. And I still think leaves our industry in a very strong position moving forward in the short term. And I think in the long term as well, although I'm just going to be a little more cautious when speaking about long term, because it is really hard to project things like recessions um, uh, be, when that is not my background <laughs> in you know economic study. Um, so as an industry, I think things might slow just a smidge, but we're still going to be in a strong position in 2023. And Let's take that a step further and think about what do we want as an industry together? So I just talked about the importance of true partnerships. I talked about how I don't think our industry is going to slow down too, too much in 2023. So where does that send us next? I think it really starts to come down to 
a real commitment on everybody's behalf to what is truly working for them. So I would argue, of course, that I believe the independent lighting showroom truly works as the distribution partner of choice in the lighting and fan industry. I'm not saying that big box retailers don't also work in their own way. I'm not saying that straight up e-commerce doesn't also work in its own way. Fine. I would argue that to the trade and direct consumer don't work and all they're doing is diluting the sales. You're just pulling sales from e-com and showrooms when you sell to the trade and direct to consumer. You're not broadening your market. You're just diluting it. So that's my honest opinion about that. I'm sure there's data somewhere to either prove or disprove that statement. And that's fine. I will be glad to look at it if somebody would love to share it with me. Very interested. But I think the real opportunity for our industry is to circle back around in 2023 to our roots and lean into everything we've built this amazing, amazing industry on. Let's lean back in to the independent lighting showroom and our true partnerships with our manufacturers and their appointed sales agents. I think that is the journey we all need to be focusing on in 2023, and we all need to be focusing on is this the best partner for my business on both sides of that coin, right? Um, I think there are probably showrooms that aren't amazing partners and maybe shouldn't get all the benefits that a showroom that is a great partner gets. And if I'm one of those underperforming showrooms, I totally understand that I don't get all the benefit as, in as showroom B that showroom A gets. And I also, if it's given to me a clear path of how I move from showroom B to showroom A, if there's good incentive for me for my business, I will absolutely always consider it. And I think these are the kind of journeys that we need to be focused on as a community. How do we collectively improve via the showrooms, via the independent lighting distribution channel? How do we make our merchandising displays so much better, so much more engaging? How do we communicate with customers better, the end users, about the, the value of great lighting, the value of great fans, and the importance of purchasing those items through the independent lighting showroom that is a full of staff of experts as we know people are going to be focused more on remodeling. And as I tell everybody new that works for me, the hardest sales to do are the ones that are remodels and they come in with bits and bobs and odds and ends and say, here, make a thing for me out of this. I don't really know what's going on. And you have to understand the questions to ask and um, the ways that uh, problems can be solved. And that's not something you're going to get online. That's not something you're going to get big box. So lighting showrooms is really the way to go. That's setting us all up for better success. I don't think it does manufacturers any good to put a glossy item on an e-commerce website that is the right price, the right style. People love it, but they don't understand how it really fits into their space. They don't understand how it retrofits into their existing homes. And they end up just getting them back because customers are frustrated. They don't like it. They think it doesn't work, blah. You don't have that issue 
with an independent lighting showroom because we're able to ask the right questions up front. We're able to gauge those concerns, those issues um, from the outset and make sure the customer is getting the right product to fit their needs. So I believe in 2023, our journey as an industry should really be a recommitment to these partnerships, a recommitment to the oldest and best distribution channel, independent lighting showrooms, and a recommitment from um, independent lighting showrooms back to our core manufacturer partners, taking a hard look at our internal data. Look at your data, see what's working for you, see what manufacturers that you're truly getting the best deals with, not whoever has like the glossiest flyer that makes you feel like you're getting a great deal, but really drive down to your cost of goods, um, your freight. How much margin are you really making on that product? And is there an opportunity to dis, to make um, more margin? Is there an opportunity to negotiate a better deal for yourself based on your sales growth and maybe acquire an inside discount, an additional free freight day? Is there a way that you can make that partnership work better for you as a showroom and then just keep growing that cycle of an increase in business, not just for you? Um, but for the manufacturer as well. And what we're really looking for here is healthy growth, right? As showrooms, there's so many limiting factors to what we do. There is a top end of what we can sell for our products. It is widely publicized. It is all over the internet and it is often on sale. I'm not bitter about it, but I totally am. There's an upward limit of what we can do. It is what it is. Y'all know I don't love it, but it is. So we can't we can't do too much about that we are bound to the terms of sale of our manufacturer partners however the more we can engage with one another the more we can commit to this product to that product to this manufacturer to that manufacturer the better our position becomes as showrooms and the greater strength we have with that manufacturer and the more we can get back from them in terms of um, you know, freight, discounts, displays, whatever your need is to give your business a wholer, more well-rounded picture, right? If we wait for margins to improve uh, on just straight out cost of good, it's not going to end, you know, um, retail, IMAP, whatever price, you know, your sales price, like that margin, as much as I want it to increase, as much as I wholeheartedly applaud the manufacturers that have gone ahead and boosted that margin, uh, which is tremendous. Keep doing it. Don't stop. You're not wrong. You're right. <laughs> um, as much as I love that, I also think sometimes it's a little foolish for me to sit there and just, you know, sit around and wait for everybody else to follow the lead of those brands. So what I really need to be doing is finding a way to earn back that margin in other ways and to really smartly take a look at what's really costing my business money and what can I negotiate with to do better for my business in 2023 and beyond. So What's our, what's your journey in 2023? What do you see for us as an industry? I see for us an industry that is going to be much more cohesive, tighter than ever before, 
growing and growing and growing. I see an industry investing in new technologies like the LSA augmented reality program, hint, hint, uh, that is finding a way as an industry to meet customers where they are with the products they need, with solutions to their real everyday problems. I see an industry that is communicating the real benefit of lighting, fans, great products inside your home, and what a true positive impact it has on your life. When you can see in your kitchen, when you're on your back porch in your summer and the fan actually works, the really great, not just aesthetic value of these products, which is tremendous, but the functional, the functionality, the, um, Mm, what's the right word? The, the well-roundedness? No, that's not right. But the, <laughs> the perfection it brings to your home, I'm grasping at words here, but if you're a lighting nerd like me, you know what I mean. Layers of light are awesome and we need to pay attention to them. <laughs> when you can see what you're doing in your kitchen, when you can have just the perfect experience in your dining room for a holiday meal, when all of those things, when you can see what color the clothes are in your closet because it's properly lit at the right uh, color temperature, when you're in artwork that you've invested in on your travels looks perfect on your walls because it's at the right CRI and you know there's no UV impact from it. Like these are things that make a house a home. That's what I'm trying to say. Lighting makes a house a home and as an industry, I want us to really focus on that. I want us to really explain to the public at large why lighting, why lighting showrooms are the places to go to buy said lighting and fans, why lighting, why fans, the value they add. We all know it's enormous. And I think as an industry, we need to be on a journey to better communicate that to everyone, shout it from the rooftops and I think it is key as we move into a 2023 filled with more renovations, less new construction, it's going to be key that those sales come through the independent lighting showroom channel where we can look out for the pitfalls, we can look out for the known mistakes, we can look out for the things that we know potentially will be problems, and we can keep a sale a sale instead of a sale becoming a return and costing us all more money than the whole thing was worth to begin with. So I would love to hear your thoughts about where you see our journey as an industry in 2023. Where do you think we have opportunity? Where have things maybe shut down? Where do we go from here? Let's talk about it. Email me, text me, message me on social media. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next time and take care.